You don't love me anymore. You don't ever let me have any fun. But why do I have to clean my room? Sound familiar? Do your younger kids cry, whine, beg, or throw temper tantrums to get what they want? Do your older kids accuse, criticize, give you the cold shoulder, or withhold affection to try to manipulate your authority? Well, then we are so glad you're joining us for today's episode. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for updates so you'll always know about new podcast episodes. You'll also receive a free gift from Ginger when you sign up. Before we get started on today's episode, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Once upon a time, there was a homeschooling mom named Shopparella who had a problem. She loved buying shiny new books, all the books, and she especially loved buying new curricula for her mice. This isn't a perfect analogy, but just hang with me. Unfortunately, she sometimes spent money on books and curricula that just didn't fit. Kind of like trying to shove a glass slipper on her stepsister's janky feet. But what Shopparella really needed was a team of fairy curriculum consultants named Janice, Deanne, Sarah, Gina, Ruth, and Judy. Yes, these are their real names to help her make good curriculum choices. Thankfully, Shopparella found Rainbow Resource Center. Rainbow Resource Center is a family-owned business serving the homeschool community since 1989. Basically, they've been around since uh, Shopparella was very, very young. Even if you don't homeschool, Rainbow Resource Center is a wonderful place to get educational gifts for kids of all ages. You can sort their huge catalog of resources by grade and by subject to get the best educational products for your family. But hurry, because on the stroke of 12, everything will be as it was before, meaning you can get their great prices all day, every day at rainbowresource.com. Again, that's rainbowresource.com and get free shipping on orders over $50 and live happily ever after the delivery truck arrives. Before we get started, Ginger and I wanted to let you all know that we've been praying about taking our little duet on the road. So we are now offering a women's conference. Yeah, we are so excited about this. It can be a one or two day event at your church or off somewhere for a full weekend retreat. If you're in Hawaii, just yes, right now, call we'll us. come right now. Yes, and we're I ready. promise, we're you, yes, I promise you guys that Ginger isn't one of those author divas who requires <laughs> certain amenities before she will visit a place. Um, so seriously, if you bring her some concession stand food and cold pizza for <laughs> breakfast, she will stay forever. <laughs> yes, I will. I'm pretty low maintenance, and I do love those things. But now, Katie, on the other hand, is a different story. <laughs> she went to help me with a speaking event in Kansas, and uh, I think it was just a couple of weeks before one of the ladies hosting the event emailed and asked if there was anything specifically that we would like in our hotel room. And me, not being the diva, I emailed back and said, I'm totally fine with just some bottled water, maybe some peanut butter cracker or something like that. Katie emails back and says, yeah, okay, so I'll need caviar and only pink Starburst and or else I'm not coming. <laughs> so what's so hilarious is that lady actually put pink Starburst in our room. She actually, did. <laughs> she did. No caviar, though, which is, you know. I don't know, but you were, st- you were so kind to still yeah, do the other yeah. Maybe I shouldn't leave the caviar. But that was so funny. <laughs> 
Anyway, we promise not to be divas. We're not high maintenance at all. We would just love to come and encourage the women in your church. So uh, if you're interested in that, if you think your church might be interested in that, then please go to my website, uh, gingerhubbard.com, and fill out the contact form. And uh, either Katie or I will be back in touch with you. That's right. And in addition to our women's conference, Ginger also offers parenting conferences. So if your church might be interested in that, uh, a women's event or a parenting conference, please, as Ginger said, go to gingerhubbard.com and we'll be in touch with you shortly. Now to the topic at hand, Ginger, if you loved me, you would talk about when our children manipulate and how we can handle it. (laughs) <laughs> well, Katie, <laughs> you're certainly not the only mama dealing with that, I, I am know. sure. But before we dive in, let me just say that I know there are men, certainly men out there who can be pretty good at manipulating. But I personally believe, and I can say this because I'm a woman, <laughs> I personally believe that women in general uh, might just be a little bit better <laughs> at manipulating than men, even as children. <laughs> Ginger, I agree with you, but we are going to get so much hate mail for that. I know. You know, I really need to start thinking before I speak. You may have to edit that out. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So anyway, but uh, case in point, I remember taking my daughter Alex and her friend Molly with me one afternoon to run errands, and they were just four years old, both of them four years old. So I don't know what I was thinking in the first place. And But these girls, they were just driving me nuts because after every errand, they would just argue all the way back to the car as to who got to climb into the back seat first. Because, you know, that's like the greatest achievement in life is to get to climb in the back seat before anyone else. And so I was just so tired and so worn out and frustrated with their constant arguing. But I knew that I needed to address it. And I don't know why, Katie, or for whatever reason, I just kept avoiding it. I don't know if I was just tired or just had a lot on my mind, but I just kept avoiding it. So after the last errand, we were on the way back to the car and I thought, okay, enough is enough. I am not doing a good job here with reaching their hearts, and I just need to stop and take time to figure out how I can make this a teachable moment about putting others first. Because, you know, as someone who writes books about parenting, it would have been a little bit hypocritical if you didn't. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Just ignore it now. Yeah. So I was (laughs) trying to think of how I could approach it when all of a sudden Alex announced. This is exactly what she said. Well, pretty much word for word, what she said to Molly, this time I'm going to put you first. And I thought, Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's all go get some ice cream. (laughs) And then she said, now listen to this. And remember, she is four years old. This is a young female mind at work. This is manipulation at its finest from someone who can barely even tie her shoes. She said, you know, Molly, in the Bible, it says that when we put others last on earth, we get to be first in heaven. But when we put others first on earth, we are last in heaven. So, If you don't want to be last in heaven, then you need to let me get on first on earth. I mean, can you even? How do you even respond to that? Wow. Oh, it's amazing to me how skilled even very young children are at twisting God's word to get what they want. And I know Alex was not alone in that. As a matter of fact, I think I was a pretty good manipulator myself as a young Mm -hmm. child. And maybe I've even dabbled in it from time to time as an adult. I don't know. Don't ask my husband. (laughs) It's possible. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys that we're probably never going to have our husbands on here. (laughs) No, (laughs) let's not. So after Alex says that, which was just stunning, uh, she just hopped right on in the car and Molly and I were just standing there in the parking lot looking at each other like, (laughs) what just happened? (laughs) Oh, it's, it's really hard as a parent to react, especially to a very young child like Alex was without laughing to be honest. Mm -hmm. That would have been hilarious to me. But, you know, it sometimes seems comical how adept they are as little sinners so early on. But 
I know manipulation can be challenging to detect and even more challenging to deal with. And so I love how in your book, I can't believe you just said that, you open every chapter with a common relatable scenario to set the stage for helping parents respond biblically to the struggles they're children are having, like manipulating. So I thought it might be helpful to read the opening scenario for the chapter you have on manipulating. So here's what it says. Thomas is outside jumping on the trampoline with a neighborhood friend. Mom walks out onto the back deck and instructs Thomas to tell his friend goodbye and come inside for dinner and homework. With a disgruntled face, Thomas replies, but I don't want to come in. I want to stay and play with Jimmy. Why do I have to come in now? Mom retorts, I told you, dinner is almost ready and you need to shower and finish your homework. Stop arguing. Put on your shoes and come inside. It's almost like I've said this before, Ginger. <laughs> you are. I'm thinking this. I, I'm doing this pretty good. <laughs> Thomas continues to jump. I don't ever get to play with Jimmy. You never let me have any fun. Okay, so I think we can all relate. So Ginger, as parents, we might just see this sort of behavior as straight up defiance or maybe even want to address it as an issue of complaining or whining. So how do we know when kids are trying to manipulate specifically? Well, manipulation is when kids try to evoke an emotional reaction from mom or dad in order to gain control of a situation. In order to get their way, they use manipulative words to influence or alter their parents' decision or to try to do that. Mm -hmm. Statements such as, you don't love me anymore or you never let me. Those are just a couple of examples of children trying to evoke an emotional reaction in order to get what they want. That's so good. I'm going to repeat that for our listeners. Manipulation is when kids try to evoke an emotional reaction in order to gain control of a situation. Okay, so break it down for us. What are some specific ways children might try to manipulate? Well, younger children may cry, whine, beg or throw temper tantrums to get what they want. And when they do this, we need to understand that they are acting foolishly. And when parents reward their attempts by giving them what they want, we need to understand that they are responding foolishly. Mm. Older children may accuse, criticize, give you the cold shoulder, withhold affection, or ask why questions in an attempt to manipulate your response. And I'm talking about the kind of why questions that are more about gaining control than just genuine curiosity. And when they do this, they are acting foolishly. And when parents reward their attempts for personal gain by defending themselves, justifying their actions, blame shifting, answering those why questions, or arguing, they are responding foolishly. Thankfully, God gives parents instructions for how to handle manipulation. In Proverbs 26, verses 4 and 5, he says, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will be like him. Answer a fool as his folly deserves, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Now, this isn't saying that children are fools, but they are capable of acting foolishly and in accordance with their sin nature. When this happens, we as parents need to be able to recognize it, uh, to choose not to allow ourselves to be manipulated, and to respond wisely, which is, according to the Scripture, as their folly deserves. Okay, so Ginger, I have a preteen who is at the age of wanting to, let's say, discuss my parental <laughs> decisions. Uh, he wants to discuss those with me. So how can we discern when our children are truly curious? Because I think there are those times where mm -hmm. it's a general curiosity about why we're making that decision and when they want to influence us to get their way. How do we discern between those two things? Right. And there's nothing wrong with some uh, respectful questions and dialogue between mom and dad. 
Part of it is their wording. Does it seem that they are genuinely wanting to understand why you've decided what you've decided so that they can learn from your wisdom? (laughs) Or does it seem more uh, about making you feel guilty or unreasonable or old-fashioned or even mean so that they can get what they want? If they're trying to make you feel a certain way about your decision, that's usually a telltale sign of manipulation. Now, we certainly can't judge the motives of the hearts of our kids, but I believe as parents, God gives us that sense of discernment with our kids, especially when we pray and ask him for that discernment. Mm. Uh, Just like the kid who's coming to, uh, quote, unquote, inform you about something their sibling (laughs) is doing wrong. (laughs) I think as parents, we we can totally tell the difference in a child who is coming to us out of genuine concern for the safety or well-being of their sibling versus the one who is taking this uh, sort of sick, twisted delight, getting a kick out of getting their sibling in trouble. Mm. But that's a whole other episode that we want to do on taming the tattletale. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, That'll we'll, we'll do that one. I hope we'll do that one soon. Uh, the Bible gives us many examples of people who tried to manipulate Jesus. And what's so awesome is Jesus never answered a foolish question or a foolish accusation with a foolish response. Instead, he always responded in such a way that the person was never allowed to walk away uh, from that conversation believing he was wise in his own eyes. Jesus always was able to show the fool his own foolishness by causing him to evaluate his own heart. One example is Martha in Luke chapter 10. I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with that story. Uh, Mary sat at Jesus's feet while Martha was running around busy making all the preparations for the guests. Martha was frustrated because she was having to do all the work herself. And I can relate to that. And she was aggravated that her sister wasn't lifting one single finger to help. (laughs) Now, what Martha wanted was assistance in making preparations. But rather than simply asking for help, she tried to manipulate Jesus into making Mary help. Martha whined, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. In other words, Jesus, if you really cared about me, if you really loved me, you would give me my way and you would make Mary help me. I don't know if you and your family have jumped on the monthly membership bandwagon, but my family really has. There are several that we get super excited about, but one of my kids' absolute favorites is called Dwell. Dwell is a monthly membership of scripture designs to help you and your family memorize one Bible verse every month. So we have what's called the Family and Friends membership, and it includes a four by five and a half print of the scripture verse, two key cards with the verse, and this is my favorite part, nine temporary tattoos. The designs are just beautiful, and I think this is a perfect Christmas or a birthday gift that doesn't include just more plastic stuff laying around the house. Actually, I have a funny story about my dwell tattoo. I was having dinner with my parents one night, and I had one on my wrist because we were learning John 8:36. Well, my dad saw it and asked if I had a new tattoo on my arm, and I was like, yeah, Dad, I've had this for almost 10 years. <laughs> and he said, well, I never noticed that before. <laughs> And then I had to confess that I lied to my dad about a fake scripture tattoo. So, you know, don't be like me. To learn more about this wonderful way to help you and your family hide God's word in your heart, go to dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10 to get 10% off your order. Again, that's dwelldifferently.com and use the code GINGER10. One of our most hilarious church moments happened before COVID. You know, back when we were allowed to sit next to people. Well, my son had brought his favorite Lightning McQueen car with him that particular Sunday. We were sitting in the middle of our very large church, so literally thousands of people, when suddenly lightning hit the floor. 
and he rolled and he rolled and he rolled all the way to the front of the church. And then some amazing person at the front, probably a dad, just picked up the car and without even looking back, he just passed it over his shoulder to the row behind him. And that person passed it back and back all the way until lightning was returned and my face was pretty much as red as that car. That story is one of the main reasons I'm so excited to share more about our sponsor, Not Consumed. Not Consumed is a family-owned ministry with dozens of products to help you and your family grow in faith. Their Bible studies for kids and families are amazing and so helpful. I love the one entitled My Brother's Keeper, but my favorite product is the Sermon Notebook. I just love that this is a way for our kids, as young as four years old even, to stay engaged with the sermon rather than distracting the entire church. To find out more about Not Consumed Ministries' incredible catalog of products and to download their free family Bible study, just visit notconsumed.com slash ginger. Again, that's notconsumed.com slash ginger. You know, I have to confess, I am such a Martha. I so desperately (laughs) want to be Mary, and I just can't. I am a hands-down, no-question certified Martha. Uh, Just the other day, I was cleaning the kitchen, and Ronnie came in and asked me what I was doing, and I said, well, I'm cleaning the kitchen because I have to do everything around here. (laughs) Now, what I wanted was help cleaning the kitchen, but instead of just simply asking for help, I resorted to a manipulative comment which didn't work, by the way. <laughs> instead, of, instead, what it did is it led to an argument over who cleans the kitchen more. <laughs> and what's so ridiculous is I know Ronnie well enough to know that all I had to do was ask for help. Mm. If I would have just simply said, well, I'm cleaning the kitchen, uh, would you mind helping me unload the dishwasher? Then the next 10 minutes would have looked a lot different. Mm. <laughs> it would have been a pleasant experience instead of a tit-for-tat war over who does more to help out around the house. Ginger, that's so funny. I would never do something like that. So normally I just slam the cabinets until somebody hears me or, you know, stomp, (laughs) breathe real hard. (sighs) Yeah, and I'm sure they all come running to help, They do. They do. They love passive aggressive behavior. (laughs) (laughs) So we all need to learn from Jesus. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I just love how Jesus recognized Martha's attempt to manipulate and he answered as her folly deserved. He responded in such a way that Martha had to take her focus off of what Mary was doing or not doing and onto the motives of her. Her own heart. He said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Mm. Now, I love that response, but it probably wouldn't have gone over so well had Ronnie said it. Because Ronnie's not Jesus. (laughs) So wives, please learn from my mistakes. If you want your man to help, just ask him kindly. And and also you might want to choose your timing wisely. So maybe not the second (laughs) he gets home from work is the best time to ask. And husbands, just a little tip here. If your wife responded the way that I did, you could totally defuse the bomb by responding wisely with something like, I'm happy to help. All you have to do is ask. Well, wait a minute. Actually, now that I think about it, depending on her mood, you might get the whole, well, I shouldn't have to ask response. (laughs) So you know what? Never mind. Maybe just stick with I'm happy to help. I'd say you're pretty safe with that. No, I think they should say, honey, that sounds really passive aggressive. I'd be happy to help you if you can ask me in a kinder way. I think, how do you think that would go for them? <laughs> Again, just, just stick with I'm happy to help. That's, that's your best bet. 
All right. So, Katie, somehow we've managed to make this about marriage instead of parenting. I know. How did we do that? I don't know. I don't know. We just do it. So let's get back on track here. Our responsibility in dealing with foolishness and manipulation with our children is to respond the same way Jesus did and to put that focus back on the motive of their heart. And one way that Jesus exposed the true motive behind those who sought to manipulate him was by asking heart-probing questions. Jesus often responded to a question or an attack with another question in order to turn the accuser's attention away from trying to manipulate and onto his own heart motives. So let's just go back to the scene with Thomas jumping on the trampoline, and uh, he's trying to manipulate his mom's response by saying things like, but but why do I have to come in? And I never get to play with Jimmy. You never let me have any fun. So if your child were to respond that way, you might ask something like, honey, could it be that you are trying to make me feel guilty so that you can get what you want? Mm. We want to avoid responding in accordance with the child's folly, so we need to avoid falling into the trap of answering manipulative questions. To answer according to his folly would be to foolishly answer his question with something like, well, that's not true. I I mean, I let you play with Jimmy yesterday, and I've already told you why you have to come in, because it's time for dinner and homework. Mm. But to answer as his folly deserves would be to wisely respond with correction and instruction from God's word. Um, Something maybe along the lines of, sweetheart, you should desire to honor and obey your parents more than you desire to play outside with Jimmy. Son, you need to be careful to not become a lover of pleasure more than a lover of God. Also, we want to keep in mind that our goal is never to embarrass or humiliate our children in front of others, but to bring them hopefully to repentance and to uh, be able to point them to Jesus. So in situations like this, I would very much encourage mom to call her child off to the side instead of correcting him in front of his friend. Ginger, I want to be careful not to blame mom and dad for the sins of their children, but I think it would be helpful to point out something here. So in our episode on six discipline mistakes parents make, that's episode 10, by the way, uh, and it's one of our most popular episodes, most of the mistakes we mentioned in that episode were manipulative in nature. So I'm thinking specifically of bribing, Uh, threatening our children, appealing to their emotions, and trying to reason with small children. And this makes sense because manipulation is all about control. And who wouldn't like to feel in control as a parent? (laughs) But I think the hard reality is that we can't control the hearts and minds of our children. At best, we can appeal to them using God's word. So being in control is an illusion. Actually, it's a delusion. It defies logic and certainly the Bible to believe we have control over our lives, much less the lives of our children. So it makes sense that our kids would struggle with that same desire to control and manipulate others, especially us, for their own pleasure or sinful desires. Because let's be honest, I mean, it's in all of our DNA as human beings. Mm, That's so true, Katie. All right, so in today's episode, we've covered the verbal offense of manipulating. If you would like information on how to biblically deal with many more verbal offenses, including lying, whining, aggravating, bickering, complaining, ever heard of it, and many others, Mm -hmm. then check out Ginger's book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue. Now is the part of our show where we give a quick tip for parents. This is one of my favorite parts of the show because it reminds us that parenting isn't meant to be done alone. If the coronavirus has taught us anything, it's that we weren't meant to live in isolation. Today's quick tip is courtesy of Megan. I think it's Megan or Megan. I'm not sure. 
we always butcher names. We, we, we just do. apologize when I'm we sorry, mess up your name. Megan <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> she says this when I needed to encourage my three year old to use the potty before we leave left the house or before bedtime, etc., I would put a drop of food coloring in the toilet and ask her what color she thought it would turn when she went. She thought it was a hoot and went every time. This could be applied to potty training too. Ginger, this is genius. It is. Absolutely genius. Wow. In fact, we got another potty training question very recently, and I think this could be a great help to that poor mama who has an a very unmotivated potty trainee. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing this, Megan. And I really <laughs> wish I had thought of this when we were potty training my youngest. Um, he actually decided one day, I just stripped his diaper off of him. I was like, all right, we're just going to do this. We're going to potty train. Mm-hmm. And he walked over to the leg of our kitchen table and just like an animal, it just went <laughs> on the leg of the table. Well, let me just one up you on that one, Katie. Okay. Alex decided to pull her pants down and sit on an empty flower pot <laughs> to pee in our front yard. No. <laughs> at 5.15 in the afternoon when all the neighbors were getting home from work. So I I'm sure everyone that drove it. past, it was at the end of our driveway for whatever <laughs> reason. And so everybody that went past, I'm sure, looked and was like, wait, isn't that the kid of the lady who writes parenting <laughs> books? I'm sure. <laughs> I love that so much. I have a picture. We cannot put oh, that in the show notes, but okay. I will, I'll text it to you though, Katie. Oh, oh this do. is so hilarious. Okay. If you have a quick tip for our show, we would love to hear from you. It can be any random tip about cooking, housekeeping, something to do with your kids, ideas for fun date nights with your spouse, how to keep your kids from peeing in your flower pots, anything at all. <laughs> we would love to share your ideas on the podcast. Just go to gingerhubbard.com slash quick tips to submit those. Ginger, if you loved us, you would leave us with a final word of encouragement. I couldn't help it. I love that joke. Uh, when we find that our children are using manipulative words and tactics to try to get the response they want to get their own way, a biblical response is so much wiser than an emotional reaction. So let's ask God for the discernment and the wisdom to be able to recognize and respond to manipulation in ways that glorify God and help our children understand their ongoing needs for Jesus. Thank you, Ginger. And thank you listeners so much for joining us. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This helps us get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubbard.com slash ask ginger, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on gingerhubber.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering her parenting book, I Can't Believe You Just Said That, Biblical Wisdom for Taming Your Child's Tongue, at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at gingerhubber.com. Ginger also offers a free discussion guide for this book on her website, which is great for book clubs and small group studies. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God. As a mom, I can't imagine going back to the good old days where parents just sent their teenagers off in a car without a way to call if they, you know, get into a fender bender with their insurance agent's daughter. 
that's a true story, I did that. And as my kids mature, I like the idea of them being able to reach me if something happens. Uh, but I don't like the idea of giving my kids access to the entire World Wide Web of wackadoos. This is why I'm ecstatic to introduce you to our sponsor, Gab Wireless. They are the first smartwatch and smartphone provider to actually do something smart when it comes to our kids. Gab watches and phones look and feel like all the smart devices on the market, but the great thing is that they don't cost more than a mortgage payment, and they're super safe for kids. There's no internet, no apps, no games, no social media, and no contract. Instead, the Gab watches and phones have just the functionality that is safe for kids and nothing more. Gab watches and phones are just $100 and start at $10 per month for service. But for our podcast listeners, Gab has offered $30 off the price of their watches and phones. Just use the code GINGER at checkout to get your Gab watch or Gab phone for just $70. Go to Gab, that's G-A-B-B-Wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout. Again, that's Gab, G-A-B-B-Wireless.com and use the code GINGER at checkout.